This is the Lead Well Podcast. Welcome to the Lead Well Podcast, where we're talking all things leadership, talent, and culture. I'm your host, Missy Darden, and our special guest today is Operator Tim Birchfield from Johnson City Crossing FSR in Johnson City, Tennessee. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Missy. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. We're so excited to have you today on the podcast. And as always, before we dive into our topic today, which is leadership development, we'd love to first hear from you, Tim, on your background and what brought you to Chick-fil-A. Sure. Well, my background originally, a long time ago, I was in supply chain for a large grocery company in Atlanta and uh, back in the early 80s. And uh, was looking to move to a different company and was talking to some of my friends there about working for an honorable company and um, they suggested I talk with Chick-fil-A and originally I turned them down I, I, I told them I wasn't really interested in a, a company that size and um, we were a pretty small company back then but I thought, well, I'll go and talk with them about my, uh, and, and sort of get my interview skills gamed up a little bit. So when I got in a good interview, I'd be ready to take the job. And so I got there and spent the day with um, the HR director, uh, Huey Woods, and uh, Truett came in. They found out I had buying experience and they were looking for a buyer and so Truett comes in the office and talks to me and then Dan comes in the office and there's five or six people came in and talked to me about could I buy the products that Chick-fil-A restaurants needed and and I was sure that I could because I was buying for a big grocery chain and it would have been relatively easy to buy what Chick-fil-A needed. And so, um, but we began to talk further and, and uh, um, I really kind of talked to him about owning a restaurant and not really working for the corporate office. And I told him, I said, I'm, I'm working in a big corporation now and really don't like that. And, um, I didn't think I would like it at Chick-fil-A either, either. and so I kind of said, we kind of redirected it and started talking to them about ownership and what it would be like. Um, the, the store in the Johnson City where I live now was actually available then, and so that's what I was talking about because I used to live in Johnson City. My wife went to college here, and I moved here to work my first job, and so was interested in coming back here and uh, um, but in the end when when I was selected in the end I thought about this a lot uh, what I really actually went to work for Kathy I didn't go to work for Chick-fil-A and he had such an impact on me and such a made such a favorable impression with me and um, he and I spoke many times before I accepted the position and um, we both agreed that we wanted to work together we just got to figure out we just had to figure out what I was going to do and uh, and so he um, after 
a number of conversations. He said, I think you ought to move to Johnson City and take the restaurant there. And that's what I did. And that was 38 years ago. So I've been here a long time. What an incredible story. And how awesome to hear the impact that true it had on your life and your journey. Um, I've heard that from other operators as well and how they, like you just said, went to work for True Kathy and the rest yeah. is history. Oh yeah. Well, thanks so much for sharing about your background. To get us started on today's topic, I kind of have a twofold first question. So what does leadership development mean to you as an operator? And then how do you develop leaders at your restaurant? Well, leadership development for me is I've, I've compared it a lot to a, to a football team that has many levels of leadership and you've certainly got the starting lineup and then you've got the bench that has the depth of the team and actually the bench is what makes the starting lineup good and so um I've always felt like that we, for us to have a good leadership team, we need to have one that was deep and we had lots of people that could step in and help carry the load. And, um, um, and I, I don't really consider myself, um, an expert with leadership development. I, I have discovered things that I feel like are essential in our business or essential really in any business of how to become a person of influence at a high level. Um, I feel like my, my role is, if you've ever read the parable of the sower, um, I feel like where the seeds were sown and some were in fertile soil, some were in rocky soil, some were grew up in the weeds. And so, and I feel like my role as a leader has been to be the gardener and that I go in and get rid of the rocks and get rid of the weeds and get rid of the thorns and make it so that the seeds have a good fertile bed to grow in. And I feel like that's what, that's really what's been the catalyst to the leadership that has been developed in my restaurant has been this whole idea that we've, kept the soil fertile so that people of high character can grow their leadership skills. So when you say we keep the soil fertile, what are some of the ways in which you feel as a leader you're doing that in your restaurant? Well, just by a, a lot of training, a lot of dialogue with each other, a lot of accountability with each other. and and really kind of spurring each other to do great things. And we're uh, constantly, uh, we're not comparing ourselves to anybody else. We're comparing ourselves to our own standards and trying to figure out, can we get better at what we're doing? That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And do you have any programs or systems in place in order to do this and any leaders that support you in developing these programs and systems? Sure. I've got a, uh, we just finished, matter of fact, just finished this summer, a summer leader academy 
we try to every summer um, because a lot of our team are students we try every summer to create a learning environment for people to move up to the next level and so this summer we had a leader academy and we had 16 of our emerging leaders in there that would complement the other 20 that we already had in place but these 16 would 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 be given the uh, tools to become a person of influence at the end of it they weren't given a leadership responsibility they were just given the tools so that they would know how to develop themselves to become a leader so and each of them will graduate into leadership roles individually they completed the course together um, and i've got a couple of people that um, a couple of people that work with me that uh, work with me on the culture piece and the uh, influence piece and the uh, leadership development that we work together and kind of divide up the subject materials and um, had a classroom setting where we we were able to uh, have them for an hour and a half at a time in our summer sessions and uh, then we finished with a graduation at the support center for Monday morning devotions and um, a uh, back office uh, backstage tour that took them to the dwarf house to eat breakfast and just kind of gave them that last final piece of, of uh, helping them understand how we do things so it was a fun summer that does sound like a fun summer. And what really inspired you to create this program and what have been some of the impacts you've seen on your team? Well, I mean, the, the driving force was just to make sure that the, the team members had the tools to become people of influence. And we, we real quickly figured out that you know, to lead in this business is your ability to lead and influence people. It's not how many pickles go on a sandwich. It's not how many scoops of cookie crumbles go in a milkshake. It's this ability to lead and influence people. And those have those skills have to be taught, and they have to they have to be taught to the uh, uh, team leaders and, and the, the leadership, so they know how to. Um, influence people we have 160 team members so it's a it's quite a task to um, have influence over that group um, and they need to have the right tools to be able to do it and what are some of those tools that you you give them if you don't mind sharing some examples sure most most of them are uh, character traits that they have to understand it's this whole idea of understanding uh, talent understanding teams understanding um, how do you build relationships of trust and then how do you um, how do you develop courage to make decisions and we spend all summer dealing with those skills that they're going to use 
in 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 their leadership development. That's great. And you might have touched on this, but what are some of the qualifications, if you will, or how can a team member be eligible to join this program? Well, they're actually selected. Um, we have a, our, our top leadership team gets together and goes through the whole team member list and, and you're invited to join. And uh, you don't have to, but you get the invitation to join. Uh, and it's based on really the influence that they have um, demonstrated as just regular team members. And, and as they stand out and as their performance stands out, that's what gets them the invitation to go to another level. How has this program enriched your experience as an operator? Well, I mean, it's, um, you, you can't teach what you don't know. So it is, it is, uh, it has made me, uh, absolutely know and understand, uh, influence and leadership and what does this actually work? Does this, and, and then do you, do you know the material well enough to be able to, um, talk about it? And, and we experiment in the restaurant. I mean, it's, it's, it's a proven. It's a proven pathway because we have 20 other leaders that are using it successfully. So we know it works. That's great. Um, any, and do you have any advice you'd share with other operators out on the chain who might be interested in developing their own leadership development program? Well, I mean, my, my advice would be, would be, uh, commit the time and uh, uh, commit the time it takes to develop yourself as a, a person of influence and then package it in a way that you can give it to somebody else. Anything else you'd like to share on this topic as we wrap up our podcast today? Well, I mean, I, no, it's a, it's a work in progress. I can tell you it's a, every time we uh, we identify a little group we go back through and review every piece of material we've ever used and we edit it and we uh, uh, add in some new software to uh, enhance our learning abilities and it's kind of like starting over um, and create it all from scratch again so it's uh, we we try not to pull it out as a cookie cutter package and do it. We go back and redevelop the whole thing and and try to bring the the, the very best parts of all of what we've used before. Thank you, Tim. And that will do it for today's episode. If you're looking to find, develop, and launch top talent, Leadwell is a resource with articles, videos, podcasts, and other Chick-fil-A operator and third-party expert curated content. If you have any questions or want to hear about a specific topic on the podcast, let us know at leadwellchickfil I'm your host, Missy Darden, and thanks for listening to the Leadwell Podcast.
LeadWell shares leadership, talent, and culture resources, ideas and tools from franchised operators and third-party experts to inspire franchised operators and their teams to find, develop, and launch top talent. As independent franchisees, Chick-fil-A operators solely determine the employment, leadership, and management practices in their businesses.